You are tuned to Radio Cape Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Radio that cares 24 hours a day. Hello, family and friends. I'm Renette Marburg, ready to meet with you on my program, Rise. On this program, we have honest and truthful conversations around family challenges relevant to you. Rise on Radio K Pulpit, 729 AM. Finding God's truth for a way forward together. Good afternoon, family and friends, and thank you for joining me, Renette Marburg, on my program called Rise uh, on Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. And yes, we are in 2022, uh, and this is my first program for this year, and we are so looking forward to what God has got planned for us um, in this new season, a new era that we are going into. And uh, we just want to welcome, we've got a very, very wonderful guest on, on my program today, and it's she is Sally Moon, and she's the founder of Oil of Gladness uh, Ministries, and she is an entrepreneur and an author, but she has really been sharing uh, quite a bit with us uh, recently, but this time we are going to be discussing single parenting, and we know we're going into, into the new year, and we some of us have going through some stuff, so we are needing to really concentrate on the way we are going to parent our children in the new year. So with, after this break, we're going to uh, continue that conversation. So Sally, we will introduce you straight after this, and thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you, Renette, for inviting me to be here. It's an absolute privilege, and if I can share a couple of nuggets with you that might help a single parent bringing up uh, children. Um, that would be wonderful. Thank you. That would be great. So we will kind of quickly take a break and then we will continue the conversation. Thank you. Good afternoon, family, friends. I just want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. And we've got a very, very special in our studios with me today. And her name is Sally Moon. And she has written two beautiful little books um, called In the Moment of Time. And I think we are in a good season of uh, this is the time of change. And she's also written The Miracle Moments. And we are just going to be discussing today the uh, content of how do we navigate our parenting as single parents? I know mothers struggle more than fathers at this point, but in today's world we are finding, Sally, that people are really, really struggling to co-parent um, at the same time to the best that they can um, for the children's sake. Uh, thank you, um, Renette. Yes, I got divorced when my children were five and four, and Overnight, it was like a wake-up call. Um, what do I do? How do I do it? Um, it just seemed quite overwhelming. And even at times, you sort of go through a period where you actually don't even want to get out of bed because you're feeling so down. But it's actually the children that actually help you through it because you've got a purpose and you've got to be strong for them and you've got to get out of bed and you've got to get them dressed and you've got to get them to school and it's all new new situations that you've never had to deal with and whether it's a single mother or a single father um it's it's a whole new ball game it is 
And when I look back on it, I can honestly say to you, Renette, and to the listeners that it's been a privilege to be a parent that has been there for my children and um, we've been through the ups and the downs, but I can't say I wouldn't have uh, changed it, but I, I, I could have changed it, but um, through it all, one, one grows immensely. Yes, and, um, you know, you were just going to share a few things. Um, the Lord just actually gave me this verse, which I think is really, really prevalent and profound at this time, is in Isaiah, verse 32, um, Isaiah 32, verse 18. He says, My people will abide in peaceful habitation, in secure dwellings, and in quiet resting place. And that is what we want to create for our children, um, especially if uh, in this world today. You know, how do we create that beautiful home and peaceful home and secure where they feel secure because, you know, we are now broken. You know, our, our family chain has been broken. You know, I think the biggest thing is that if you give them the security and the love, unconditional love, you might not like what they're doing, but you, you keep on just loving them. And your word is your bond. If you say you're going to be there at a certain time, you're there. And um, Psalm 121 says, where does our help come from? When suddenly we're in a position like this, being a father bringing up his kids on his own or a mother, where actually does our help come from? And We've got to just step out because with God, he will give us the strength each day to do what we have to do. And I think number one is actually prayer. Prayer is actually the seed. Prayer as a little family with your children, pray together, build them up, build up their spiritual life and um, pray for them for their protection each day and for your protection. And that just starts the day. I mean, I know it's busy in the mornings, but if you do it in the evenings, that's fine. But let them know that God is there and God loves all of you, your little unit, because um, with God, all things are possible. Another uh, thing that I would like to just mention is that if it's the father who's lost his wife or the mother who who's, hasn't got the husband anymore, Never, ever say anything negative about the other spouse. If it's a death, then it's obviously uh, a bit different. But if it's a divorce, never ever, um, say negative things about the par the partner. And because at the end of the day, those children have got a mother and a father and they need to know who they are and they need to have a relationship with them. Very, very, very important. And that's because neither father or mother are going anywhere. So you need to maintain that uh, healthy uh, sense of respect um, between the parents and the children. Um, you know, I was just reminded as well when you said about the praying. Um, a friend of mine, uh, her whole concept was she never took the role of the father. She would direct them to the new father, which was Jesus Christ. So she used to say to her children, um, okay, if you need anything or you 
worried about anything and you're needing your father, um, you have Abba Father that you can pray to. And I've, and she never, ever lost her role as the mother. And she took the pressure of her because she had um, God as her husband mm. um, in, in, that, in that situation and, and work for, you know, as a groom as well for the, for, for the male. And men often leave a lot of the spiritual aspect of praying for the uh, mother to do, but they are just as important to lead in prayer as well. That's a very good point, Renate. Um, you know, I have um, really, as a single mother bringing up children, I have really, really submitted my life to God as my husband. Yes. And and it's taken so much pressure off um, knowing that God's in control. You know, you yes. can rest in that. Um, I think the biggest, one of the, the things is, as I mentioned to you just a few seconds ago, is that you've got to be dependable. Your word is your word, and it gives security to those children. You must have a discipline and a routine because it gives them security. You know, if you're all over the place and, oh, I can't make it because I'm now going out or they need, I, I gave all my time to my children and um, it was always very tricky when they used to come back with their father after an outing on a Saturday. You know, Saturday was no, Saturday night was normally an absolute disaster and I just used to sit on their beds and be with them and talk things through and then on Sunday we were sort of okay, and by Monday we were ready to go again. But it's all those things, and I'm just encouraging the father or the mother who is a single parent to, to be there for your children, to be there to help them through their emotions and not to be running off all the time trying to, to lead your own life and get your own life in order. But it's it's very important that they know that they can can depend on you. Very, very, very profound, and especially if there is, you know, discord in the in the relationship between in the divorce, it's never ever always hundred percent amicable. So there must be one parent that is, preferably the parent that is with the children to be the stable one. I think um, very important, and also you need to have that support system. You know. Uh, I was very fortunate because I had a very, very good support system with my parents, their grandparents. So, you know, they had that father image uh, from, my, from my father, from their grandfather. Yes. But they also had their father. But what I'm saying is that there was a very strong support system within the family. Another thing that we've got to really, really um, do with our children is we've got to take an interest and in their activities, if you can, um, go to their sports, sit them down and discuss what's going on at school and um, always be there. Well, certainly it's not always possible, but if you could be there when they come back from school and ask them of their day, they, they, love, they love to have that reliability of, of you being there when they get back from school, but it's not always possible because you're working. Yes, or, because of your working. Yeah. But, um, you know, and just take an interest. Try and 
stop them from being on their computers and on their phones and on their iPads and mm. on all this stuff because rather do an activity with them. And we've got to teach and discipline them. And I'm finding even now, you know, with my grandchildren, it's it's when they don't listen, one tends to shout, <laughs> are you listening and do this and do that? And I'm learning that if you just go quietly up to them, take their hand and take them to where you want them to be, whether it's the dining room table or whether it's something else, just to guide them without having to shout and scream and, you know, carry on. Just that gentle way of, of being that, that, that disciplinarian. And try, train them in God's ways, and they will never, ever, ever depart from it. The other thing is that I found coming back from work when I, when I came back from work is that, that just explain to them that you actually need just about 15, 20 minutes just to calm down from work, and then their time is your time. Your time is their time because they want to pounce on you the minute you get back and this and that and the next thing. And just because if they can just give you a bit of time to just settle down in the home and and get over your, your hectic day's work or even don't go home for 15 minutes and go somewhere yes, and chill out. that is a good idea. Uh, because when you get home, it's, it's, it's all systems. All systems go. So that, that is also quite important. Um, their, their health is important, and it's actually our responsibility to, to train our children up to, to be eating healthy. Um, I know a lot of the schools are doing this now, but, um, you know, train them that, you know, sweets are actually not such a good thing. And, um, but it's actually our responsibility as a single parent to make sure that their health is is um, that we we're doing the best we can as far as their health is concerned. Another thing that really really made fun out of being a single parent was to create memories. You know, have a fun night or a date night with them. What we used to do is we used to make Friday evening our fun night, and we had a special plate which was called the 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 fun plate and the one child had to cook and the other one had to desire what we all had to eat and I mean it was quite hectic sometimes we had to drink grape fanta and have a macaroni cheese or but <laughs> it was it was our fun night mm. and it was a memory funny enough that my children today are now doing with their children um where you made that person that one child feel special they could order what they wanted to eat, and the other two had to cook it. And it turned out to be a real occasion, a, a Friday night. Forget me and my plans. Late night was, <laughs> their, night. was their night. And oh, precious. And we still got that plate today, and we, we, we laugh about it. Um, another thing that, that, that really helped with me, because my kids were 16 months apart, so they were actually like twins in a way. But it's very, very important to do things separately with them. Like you would say, I would say to my son, okay, what do you want to do today? And off we would go and I'd be watching him on his BMX or something, but the other one wouldn't be there. 
I'd make a plan for the other one so that he knew that he had my attention, my full attention. Yes, very important. And then for the other one, she would want to do something, so I would make a plan for him to be taken off for a, a play date with a friend, and I would be just with her. And I think that's actually very important. Very, very, very important that. And, you know, uh, so many ch- children actually miss that uh, uh, interaction because they've already got a void with not the p- other parent being there. So that impartation is so, so important. Thank you, Sally, for that. Um, we're going to continue with this amazing uh, topic of how do we navigate our children as single parents and that we are successful in raising them up as well-adjusted young people. So So, uh, but we're going to first take a break and then we will continue this conversation straight after that. Thank you, family and friends, for joining me, Renette Marburg on Rise. I just want to encourage you, you know, we have a WhatsApp line that is so important for you to communicate with us and it'll be lovely if you communicate with us. It is on 081-729-1657 or you can SMS us on 37988 or Telegram us on 081-729-1657 and we have a Facebook page which you need to go and visit. Uh, There is so much activity on there. We've got amazing programs, amazing presenters, amazing topics. So go and see what's happening on our Facebook page. And then we've also got a very important department, and I think it covers a lot of my programs. Um, We have opportunities where you can come and get a bit of uh, telephone counseling, um, and it is on 02191. Double seven triple O, and you just press option one. So, if you need any assistance in any way, but today we have um, Sally Moon with me today um, in my in in the studio with us, and she is sharing about the fact of single parenting, and a lot of us are in that situation right now, male and uh, men and women, and we were just talking about the different aspects of being. Uh, you know, having time with your with your children, quality time and uh, quantity time, even though you have got heavy schedules as single parents and obviously a lot of absent parenting as well. You know, I think the dads feel it as well that they do a whole lot of stuff in the few hours that they are with their children and then, um, you know, sometimes compromising, uh, over-compromising instead of just spending the time. And, uh, yes, you were just sharing about, you know, the television and rather spending communicating than actually spending time behind uh, gadgets and all that type of thing because children get lost in that process as well. You know, sometimes as as a single mother, it's quite difficult because you want to go out and do all the boy things that the boys do and go BMXing and, you know, go to, you know, do all those things. And you can't, you can't do it um, because you're, you're a woman and you're just not strong enough to do it. But you know what? You can always sometimes either phone your brother and ask him to be that and do that with him. That extra support. The extra support or get someone from the church, you know. There's such a tremendous need for for dads in the church to actually help single mothers with their families because there is such a need for it. Even if it's once a month where those men in the church take 
take your children out and do things with them. And why I'm, I'm mentioning this is I'll never forget I was on the beach with my children and my son and I were playing bat and ball or something. And he stopped the game. I mean, here he is at five years of age. He stopped the game and he went up to some unknown person on the beach, a man, and said, would you play bat and ball with me? Oh. And I thought, wow, you know, am I not good enough? <laughs> well, no, I am good enough, but he wanted the male impact. He wanted the male impact. And, yeah, that actually was, 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 was quite a quite an eye-opener for me, realizing that how much your children in a single situation need the other partner. They need the man and they need the woman. And it's good that you're mentioning that now. If I think back on my um, uh, son's uh, upbringing, uh, you know, with me being in the church the whole time, um, we were so blessed that uh, and some of the rugby fathers, because he was brilliant at rugby, and um, he he really really was brilliant. But his dad didn't participate as much because he had now a new family, um, and and so he wasn't much there. But there were so many rugby fathers that supported him. They would even even if their own children weren't playing for whatever reasons, they would come and they would support him. And uh, in the church as well, we had many dads. I tell you now, because uh, you know he was a lovely boy. But you know, and he grew up to be such a well-adjusted child. And and not due to the fact that his father wasn't there. His father was there as much as he could be, but not in such a you know way. All these dads actually stepped up and came and and came alongside him. And so today, I'm very proud of him. Sure, Annette, that's wonderful that you had that opportunity. But you know, um, well, I think when when you're a single parent with your children, they can either go one way or yes. the other. And I'm just trying to give you some guidelines because I look at both my children today and I actually, I am so proud of them because life, you know, success in life is not all the money and the fast cars and the big homes. It's actually when you've been in a downer and how you pick yourself up. And I look at the maturity of both my children today who are both married and both got children and both of them have actually experienced life, real life from a very young age with me and obviously with their father, their absent father. But, you know, I look at them today and I'm just so proud of them because they have um, overcome incredibly hard difficulties, both of them. My son has a wife that unfortunately was flung off a horse and has been paralyzed. And how he's coped with that and how he's coped with being the, the rock in that family with, him, with, with, with the children as well. And I look at my daughter and she's, uh, you know, had huge issues with her husband who's had, he's been fighting um, brain tumors. And sure. had and had ops. I mean, these are big things. And I look. It's at, also a form of single parenting, actually. Well, because of the challenges of the health challenges. Yes, and I look at them and how they have actually um, been so successful in my eyes and in many many of their friends' eyes of how they're coping and how they are 
being so strong and I, I I really believe that you know it it's you know God has been so good and I'm just so so proud of of, of them and how they they've been coping you know that is such a beautiful testimony because obviously the groundwork had been done so they didn't fall apart now in their adulthood imagine if they were not well adjusted in their childhood if you had not put the foundations in there who would they be now um and and a lot of my children have a lot of times my children said the same thing um yes i had i had one of my daughters did have a few challenges and uh, struggled with life but generally they have turned out great beautiful children which i'm very proud of but it's due to the fact even though i made my own mistakes and this is where we need to also be kind to ourselves we are not going to be perfect parents they aren't perfect recipes for parenting uh they aren't even every case is individual i mean divorce um uh divorce is probably the cancer of of human relationships um it just creeps on you it creeps up yes. and it, mm. when you least expect expected it happens and it has devastating mm. effects mm. so uh, sally um you know it's great to hear your testimony when we've given those foundations so we need to it's never too late to start well you know I, as i say you know going back to to when they were small, we, we've got to pray for them. We've got to pray for them the whole time. We've got to pray for their future partners. Um, also, you've got to watch their moods when they're at school, yes. you know, because things can just change like that. Um, you never know what their teachers really are like and mm. what their teachers are really saying to them and how they can actually mold um, a child's thought pattern. And... You know, they can speak negative words, and we've just got to watch every single mood. I, um, both of my children were, were at boarding school later on, and I picked up a mood, actually, in both of them, that mm -hmm. they just were not themselves. And when I went to collect Lali from her boarding school in Natal, I mean, I hardly even recognized her. Um, she, she looked so miserable, and, and I realized that actually you know what she shouldn't be at boarding school mm -hmm. and you've got to you've got to watch all their moods because you never know what's going on behind the scenes yes anyway yes i took them both out of their boarding schools and uh brought them back you know to being at home with me and they just were very happy they flourished mm. yeah so another thing is we, we've got to encourage them. There's so much pushing down in the world today, you know. In competition. Oh, competition and pushing mm. down and 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 we've just got to encourage them. And I know my daughter won't like me telling the story, but I'm gonna tell it. I mean, she was she came to me one night and I wasn't there and she put a note on my pillow and she said, Mum, I must have been brain damaged when I was born because <laughs> I got naught out of Ten for my history test. <laughs> so she's going to be very cross with me. Anyway, I wrote a little note bang, uh, back to her saying, you definitely were not brain damaged when you were born, but why don't we try and get one out of ten now for our history test? <laughs> and this went on and on for a couple of months, and I'll never forget at the end of the year, 
when they were had prize giving and everybody was there and all the parents were there. And uh, and now we have the improvement prize given out to Diane Moon. <laughs> oh, that is precious. <laughs> so direct. <laughs> so, I'm just saying, you know what, just encourage them. They're mm. not going to be good at everything, but just encourage, encourage them, them. Mm. to actually enjoy life. And uh, it's so important. And they also, they watch everything that you do. So instead of, you know, just, just be an example. Yes, that is so great. That is that is really lovely testimonies. Thank you so much, uh, um, Sally. We're going to continue further on. There is just so much information. I don't want to hijack the moments. So we're going to quickly listen to something very special now, and then we will join you straight after this. Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. with Renette Myberg. Finding God's truth for the way forward, together. Lives are being changed And people are set free By the power of Jesus Who gives the victory The nation-loving nation And poverty has ceased The work of Satan has lost its power Through Christ's death on Calvary Renette Myberg on Radio Cape Pulpit, 729 AM. Wow, what an interesting topic that we've had now today. We've got Sally Moon um, in the studio with me, and we are talking about something that's really, really big on the tables at the moment in families is about single parenting and how do we navigate that according to the word as well. And uh, before, uh, you know, we were discussing about praying and seeking the Lord in everything that we do and um, how do we, uh, but for me at the moment is how do we navigate the relationships between the mother and the father? Um, Because that is always going to be a problem till they are even in their thirties and forties. That never changes, you know, so how do we make it sure that we are going to be continuously in, in sync with each other with least animosity as possible? Look, it's it's not easy, but I think the biggest thing is to take the pressure off your children in so much as that when they're talking about the father, let them talk about the father. Yes. It still hurts me a bit, to be quite honest, when they say, oh, well, we did this and we did that. But mm-hmm. you know what? Get a life. It's over. Just, you know, it, and, and you've had tremendous healing from it anyway. So... um. Never, you know, just um, even in the last couple of months, my children have really developed a wonderful relationship with their dad. And I'm so thrilled. Yes, Um, so important. It's so important that they actually know who their dad is. And they've spent quality time. And I think they've only been really able to do that because the the new wife was, was not well. And they were able to spend quality time with him on his own. And there's been a tremendous amount of healing that's taken place, which I'm thrilled about. But there will always be moments like when they get married, you know, you're all there as the so-called big happy family. And you've just got to be very sure that you don't say negative things about each other and, you know, don't ask too many questions because they don't, you know, I find that they don't want to tell you everything anyway. 
um, the children. So that's fine. You know, they, they know that it might hurt me, so rather not say anything. But it is um, so important that you take the pressure off the children and, and you know, just flow with it. Just flow with it. For me, that is so important. Um, you know, as I said with, uh, you know, I also trained my children not to have too much expectations because of the new family in his life. Um, that, you know, those expectations must be, keep it in the, in the, the place it needs to be. But uh, what I, uh, I also challenged my children on is about not asking too many questions. Mm. Um, and, and that, because they're not going to, you cannot expect them to choose. You cannot even expect them to choose when it's right or wrong, even if the wrong is so, so obvious. Um, but we, as the stable parent, needs to take the right heart and decision according to the word. Wonderful. You've, you've made some very, very um, solid statements, Renette. <laughs> Thank you. I'd like to just share a poem that I felt the Lord gave me about being a single mother. And can I read it? Yes, please do. Um, what a privilege it is to be a mother. Not all have that privilege. Some try and some don't bother. We have no idea what it brings and what we are taught. The emotions that are exposed can be quite wrought. You learn unselfishness, patience, tolerance and care. Emotions well up that are sometimes hard to bear. You learn the importance of touch that can heal a broken heart and much. They are always think you are always thinking good and hoping for the best, that somehow along the race of life they will manifest into their destinies and callings of their purpose that will fulfill them to a dimension to satisfy their life. I'm so privileged to be a mum a gift only given to some. I would not change it for the world. Through the hard times, what we can learn from it mm. to make ourselves better in character and in strength. Through the good times, the pleasure it gives to share the moments. I'm still being transformed and still learning a work in progress. Thank you, my children, for molding me the way you have. From me, you will always have unconditional love. And to my mother, who has achieved all the above, thank you for your unconditional love. And that's her children arise and call her blessed, Proverbs 31, verse 28. Beautiful, beautiful. And that is one of her books that she's written, Sally's written. And it is so beautifully written and so beautifully illustrated. Um, and it's got such real um, content of uh, where we're at. It's got about fear. It's got about destiny, all that. So please, we're going to ask you to share your information just now and see how they can get it and where they can uh, shop the, little, the book. It's so easy and so quick to read, but it's such a beautifully illustrated book. Um, so lovely to, just to have at, at a coffee table, something light to read and something to share. Um, well, you can uh, get hold of me on my cell phone, 082-553-7726. I repeat, 082-553-7726. Or my email address is spint, S for sugar, P for Peter, I, N for Nancy, T for Tommy, 
at iafrica.com. And I would love to help, encourage, do workshops, whatever you feel would encourage a group of people or even if you just need a phone call, that's fine. Fantastic, fantastic. And, um, you know, there was just one last, what would you, what is the final advice that you would now share with, um, you know, people just in the situation where they are single parenting? You know, some people have also just, uh, you know, had mishaps in not maybe a divorce, but just a totally absent father or totally absent mom. You know, all I can say is that through my divorce and being a single person, bringing up my children, it taught me such a lot. And God has, I mean, I would never be where I am today if, if I hadn't actually gone through, gone through that. God has taken me around the world. I've been ministering in America, in England, all about this particular topic. And I just, my me, you know the word when it says your mess is your, your message. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm encouraging every single one of you that just unconditional love and steadfastness and reliability and to be there for your children. And even today with my children and my grandchildren, they know that they can phone me at the drop of a hat day or night and I will be there to do whatever needs to be done to to help them. So that is amazing. That is incredible. So, um, you know, oh, Shabe, I know it's very emotional. And that is so important that our children can count on, on, our, on us and makes no difference what stages of our lives, that they have one or at least hopefully two parents that will uh, come to a, co- a, a a collaboration yes. of raising beautiful children. Yes. And uh, please, family and friends out there, do not feel uh, um, that it's it's never too late. Um, I'm, I'm also sitting with a situation where my, my their dad is now so involved with the grandchildren at the same time he's rela- uh, relating with the children. So it's never too late to, to make those adjustments, never too late to ask the Lord how to, to navigate your lives. Uh, it's never too late to, to take on the role of being a victor and not a victim. And, uh, you know, it is such a hard difficult road to take. Um, it's one of the most painful for me. Um, uh, you know, f- when I see it out there, it is like the cancer of relationship, mm, yes. you know, is single mm. parenting. Um, it gives, a, you know, a lot of... Uh, for society as well, a lot of weak links. So we just ask that um, whatever work that you're doing, that you'll be able to continuously use it, your your message um, of being a single parent, uh, may it encourage others, may the Lord just continuously use you, Sally, for his kingdom with your wisdom and your knowledge. Um, and, you know, as I said, we're never too old to teach, uh, we need to look up to the elders, uh, the, the those that have been through it, um, and and uh, learn. So thank you so much for the work that you do. I know you work a bit in the community as well. So yes, please, uh, you're welcome to invite um, Sally to see how she can help you as a group and just come and impart and. Pray.
pray uh, and teach her how to pray and teach her how to, to raise her children up in this time. So thank you so much. I know it's the beginning of the year and uh, yeah, we got to get our children up and started. I love that one poem of yours is about get up and go and learn from our grow and how to grow in our pain. So thank you so much, Sally, for joining us today. And uh, God bless you. Well, thank you so much, Renate, for having me. And I hope that people out there have been, the listeners have been encouraged that there is hope, there is a future, there is a destiny. And we've just got to have the faith and we've got to forgive the scenario that we've been through. And we've just got to move forward. And it's so important because there is a plan for our life and it's a good plan. Amen. Amen. Yes, family and friends, uh, we will see you next week, same time. And thank you for joining us and be safe and look after yourselves and stick to the rules so that we can enjoy fellowship again next week. God bless you. Bye.